What's Up Wenatchee is brought to you in part by Homegrown with Brent and Nikki, the new morning show that's heard Monday through Friday from 6 to 10 Pacific Standard Time on Country 1047 KKRV. Homegrown with Brent and Nikki can be heard locally in the Wenatchee Valley at 1047 FM, online at KKRV.com, or through the Odyssey app. In preparation for Homegrown's launch, Brent and Nikki are asking those in the local community to register to be a homegrown influencer. Local people, organizations, or businesses that will act as the show's go-to specialists in their chosen area. To register yourself, your organization, or your business to be a homegrown influencer, visit kkrv.com. So every Wednesday at the radio station at KKRV, we have the Wenatchee Valley Humane Society call in and give us what they call the pet of the week. There's an adoptable pet, could be a cat, a dog, a guinea pig, a real pig, a chicken. There have been all kinds, rabbits. And they give us the description of the, it could be a pet or a pair of pets that are their highlighted pet of the week. And then we talk about it on the air, we put it up on the website, and hopefully that that critter will find their forever home. And the, a couple of weeks ago, when I was speaking with somebody about the pet of the week, they, they mentioned an upcoming fundraiser event for the Wenatchee Valley Humane Society called Kenneled for a Cause. And I immediately was intrigued about doing this. It's a new fundraiser that they're doing, uh, included in several that they do every year. And it was, it's something different and it's unique and it's fun and it can be done virtually and all of those things have my name written all over it and so come saturday november 6th i will be literally put into a kennel along with other people everybody will have a time slot and i will have to fundraise my way out of the kennel and all of the money goes to benefit the wenatchee valley humane society and people ask me why would you want to do that why would you willingly do that well Chewy. That is my answer. Chewy is my mini schnauzer that I adopted from the Wenatchee Valley Humane Society about five years ago. And before Chewy, I went about six months of racking my brain, not thinking that I could take care of another living thing. I had PTSD. I had debilitating anxiety and uh, agoraphobia, which means I didn't want to leave my house. And, um, and with a lot of help and love and support from those around me, I decided to adopt a dog. And through some really tough struggles, um, my life has completely changed connecting with an animal. And I'm happy to say that I can take care of a living thing. And since then, um, I now have a child. I mean, Chewy was my baby before my baby was my baby. And uh, just my mindset and my anxiety and my social anxiety has completely uh, simmered down since I have taken care of this beautiful, quirky, fun, loving dog. And I have the Wenatchee Valley Humane Society to to thank for that, for making that connection. So I am forever grateful to them. And I hope that I can reach my fundraising goal for Kenneled for a Cause. Have a peace offering. <sighs> Are we comfortable? Yes, we're good. We're, we're hanging out in the, what is this room? We're hanging out in the- In our cat 
colony in our cat adoption room. And we have a pretty gray cat with a white belly. Who's that? That is either Boots or May. So we have Boots and May. One is a gray with a white belly and the other one's black. Oh, hi. Hi, you. They're a little, for lack of a better term, scaredy cats. Yeah, little nervous Nellies, but nervous Nellies. they are um, very friendly and will warm up eventually. But <laughs> sometimes when you come in to film a podcast, <laughs> they've already kind of warmed up a little bit. They, they were hiding when we first came in here and they're now a little bit out in the open. How do you warm up to a cat? Like, how do you get a cat to warm up to you? Sometimes, you know, it really just depends on what they're feeling. Sometimes they, if you just sit in here and hang out, they'll come up to you. Okay. Um, it could take a few days. It could take a few minutes. Um, but, you know, sometimes they just need their moment to adapt to their environment first. And then, then you're in their space. <laughs> and right. Yeah. They're your boss now. <laughs> Um, well, I'm not going to, I don't know if I'm going to hang out in here for days. I mean, maybe we're going to be hanging out here for a little while. Oh, oh, accepted oh, our peace offering of a little a mouse little, with yeah. some noisemakers on it. Might be able to play a little bit. Yes. Some things like that, you know, offering treats, offering food or some, a string to play with. They love it. I'm going to throw a little string that way. Oh, maybe you want to play? Okay. I'm gonna, oh, yeah, maybe, maybe. Maybe. I think, I think they're definitely warming up. So, uh, I, for the Kennel for a Cause, which is yes. coming up um, this Saturday, mm -hmm. I didn't choose the cat colony to sit in. I, I chose the dogs, mm -hmm. probably for my own comfort level, mm -hmm. because I have a dog. Mm -hmm. And I did have cats growing up, mm -hmm. but I don't have, a, I don't have cats now. And I, I do have a dog now. And I did adopt my dog from the Wenatchee Valley Humane Society. Awesome. Maybe I should have challenged myself and I should have sat with the cats. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes I get afraid of cats. We were, we were <laughs> thinking that um, the dogs would be more popular, but it actually has been pretty 50-50 on what people have been choosing. So that's exciting. We do only have... Um, in total, 10 spots for cats, just because we only have the two options of rooms. But we were very pleasantly surprised to see that people wanted to hang out with cats because we know the dogs are so much fun and they're so in your face and they just want to cuddle. And we know there's a lot of dog people. And then we have, you know, the cats who <laughs> you'll never know what you'll get from them, but that's what we love about them. It's true, yeah. But maybe because they are less demanding. So if. Yeah. yeah, if you pick the cats, you can like do what we're doing here, just mm -hmm. kind of chill and not really, you know, do mm -hmm. it do much. Yeah. But if you're with a dog, they might need more attention or mm -hmm. go out and walk them and or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Right? Um, yes. So if you raise one thousand dollars, you get to do a victory lap with a dog, but you can also do it with the cats. So the other cat colony that we have in our lobby which is an option doesn't have cats in it currently but for the day of if there's not cats in there already we'll choose someone who's more exciting and more ready the camera ready kind of cat and we do we were donated a stroller a pet stroller <laughs> so the cat can actually do a victory lap our shelter cat junior who um, does our temperament testing he loves it <laughs> he I think thinks that it was for him and that's just a daily 
task of our staff is <laughs> take him <laughs> take around, him around <laughs> if he's lucky. He doesn't always get it, but he does love it. There is a picture of him on our website in it. And I think he thinks it's great. <laughs> he loves to go. He, he loves to watch the cars and the changing fall leaves, and he just love loves that. it. <laughs> I just love that so much <laughs> because you don't ever really see a cat in a stroller. Yeah. you see, so I have seen some dogs, right? Yeah, I actually used to have a, a stroller for my dog until I realized that he just really loves to walk everywhere. You know, he, yeah. Even I used to have a backpack for him when I went hiking. Because he loves to go hiking mm-hmm. until he goes he goes up Saddle Rock faster than I do, yeah. <laughs> and he's just like this little ten pound dog. Mm-hmm. So I I just sold that thing off because I couldn't get him to stay in that backpack. Yeah, I know some dogs are backpack kind of dogs, and then other ones are just up and down Saddle Rock a few times before we are. Yeah, <laughs> and that's just <laughs> yeah. the um, spectrum that we have. It's it's always really funny to see. Um, how they end up out of the shelter um, because, you know, we take them on walks and we get them here and there and we can get a good gauge of who um, would be best fit for the dog like Kramer, who we just met. Um, our volunteer, Kathy, she knew immediately, this is a hiking dog. This right. is not a backpack dog. Sure. So it's always fun to figure that out with different personalities. Oh, the cat's coming out, coming stretching out. a little bit. I know. Doesn't want to get too eager. So we have um, the Kennel for a Cause fundraiser. This is the first time that the Wenatchee Valley Humane Society is doing this event. Yes. Uh, you, you guys do a lot of fundraising throughout the year, mm-hmm. um, which is wonderful. You get a lot of support from the surrounding community. Mm-hmm. Where did the idea for the Kennel for a Cause come up? How did it? It, it came together pretty quickly, didn't it? It did. Um, our development manager, Amber, has been working very hard on it. So Kennel for a Cause is actually something other shelters have done before. We took a lot of our inspiration from the Jacksonville Humane Society and how they did it. Um, and our um, executive director, Taylor, she's worked in a lot of different shelters, so she's seen a lot of different fundraising ideas. I believe the Jacksonville Humane Society made either $100,000 total from this event or a million, but they are Jacksonville. (laughs) So very large audience there, but we are, like you said, lucky that most homes in our area have a pet from here. So we do have a lot of support and we're very lucky to have that support. But we are in challenging times with COVID. So the fundraising events that we typically do might require a lot more people than is a good idea to gather right now. So this was something that we could do through Facebook and we could have, we can make sure that time slots are available to make sure that people can come in. There's safety things in um, place and time to clean. So it's just in a perfect event to do right now. So to get to give it more uh, perspective, uh, on Saturday there are these different time slots People are signing up to either sit with dogs or cats. So literally, when I come in tomorrow, my slot is at noon. I'm going to be sitting with the dogs. They're really, you are going to kennel me mm-hmm. for a cause. Like it's a literal name. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, no I, confusion in our title. No, yeah. There's no confusion. <laughs> Kenneled for a cause. So I get. Tell me exactly what to expect when I, I like to know what I'm getting into. Right. What am I going to 
what's going to happen when I get here tomorrow? Yeah, so you'll come on in and we'll have the kennel ready for you. And uh, depending how much you've raised so far, you might be strapped in a cone of shame, which will be very awesome. Um, like to, literally around my neck. Oh, yes. Oh, my God. So okay. it just takes 50 to get you out of it, though. So if tomorrow you come in and you happen to have 50 raised, you won't even have to wear it. So that's exciting. And then um, as time goes on, there's different benchmarks. <laughs> um, and then it'll also reward that partner animal that you're paired with as well. So if you raise a certain amount, they'll get a treat or an enrichment item. And then I believe $200, you get a chair to sit in. <laughs> so that's exciting. <laughs> yes, yeah, so one have to sit on the floor with them. And then I believe 500, you get a head scratcher um, for you to make the time there easier. And then then at one point you can get a book to read to your animal. So they, they'd love to hear from you. <laughs> they'd love to hear the book. And then a thousand dollars, you can do a victory lap with your partner yeah, like animal. Said, a victory lap. I, yeah. I am. Um, my goal is thirty seven hundred dollars. Yes. So does that mean that I get to do three victory laps? <laughs> oh yes. If you want to do three victory laps, we would highly encourage that. We'd love to get the dogs out and exercised, and I'm sure. You can do multiple dogs if you wanted to. Sure, yeah. And, and, then, and then the cat. I definitely would like to take the cat for a victory. Lap. Of course. Well, we can nominate Junior, our shoulder cat, to go yes. with you. Yes. <laughs> he he um, doesn't get to wander around our shelter as much as he once did, but he's the famous one-eyed cat that is used in right. um, different promotion. So, But he does love the stroller, like I said, so I'm sure he'd be more than willing to let you push him around. <laughs> Now there, I mean, there are a, a few different fundraisers or various different fundraisers that you do throughout the year. They, mm -hmm. I've been through, I've been to the um, the gala that they do that fundraiser. Uh, there's the the Poskers. Mm -hmm. um, that's always a fun one. Mm -hmm. The calendar comes out, mm -hmm. um, and it always is people who, who donate, you mm -hmm. know, with the food, the animal food donations. Mm -hmm. So when people are making the donations on, when they go, they're, they're going to go and donate for me mm -hmm. on my, my fundraiser. Mm -hmm. I'm going to hit that $3,700 mark. I yes. know it. But where is that money going to? How is it allocated? It is going to our general fund in our shelter. So it'll go to anything that we need at the moment there's nothing specific it goes to other than it goes to everything, it goes to everything. it's going to providing medical care providing shelter in general um, it'll go towards all the services that we offer here at the shelter and I don't think a lot of people know this but we're more than just a shelter we did open our veterinary clinic we had a very we had a nice reveal at the beginning of the year so we're one of those shelters who are very lucky to have a veterinary clinic on site and then we have amazing programs like our behavior modification program that um, makes dog or it trains dogs up to be adoptable. And then they get to go home and it doesn't even matter how long it takes. We get them there. And then there's our community cat program and our trap neuter return program. It goes to so many things that help our shelter and help the people in our shelter, in our community as well. Yeah, I mean, you were you were talking about that earlier as we were taking a, a walk around the grounds. Mm -hmm. You were you were saying that you you were working the 
the staff was working towards getting the dog to be adoptable, mm-hmm. and you did, and it took mm-hmm. some time to get to that point. Mm-hmm. Like, what would make a dog or a cat or, or any pet not adoptable as opposed to adoptable? So um, the dogs in our BMOD program come in a little bit, um, or they come in with uh, three different categories usually, so stranger danger, general fear, shy dogs, or dog reactivity. So our staff and our volunteers work with them um, to make sure they feel comfortable with the dog going into a new home. So really our behavior um, manager, Karen, she's the one who ultimately decides this, but they go through a lot of process and a lot of training to make sure that they can get them there into a home that's perfect for them. And then once they're adoptable, um, you can see sometimes on our website, um, BMOD Dogs says contact Karen, and it's because she's finding that perfect home right. for this dog who just deserves the world. So, yes, and it can take a long time. We do we do have some dogs that um, have been here for a year, and it doesn't necessarily mean they were training for a year. They could have been training for five months, and they just happened to be adoptable for sure. the rest yeah. of the time, or vice versa. So. You know, you, you named a lot of people, you know, we, we talked to, uh, obviously you, you're mm-hmm. Jordan, you're mm-hmm. their uh, communications, and then there's Taylor, mm-hmm. and we had Karen, mm-hmm. um, it, it, you know, it just takes so many people here that mm-hmm. are loving of not only the community, of these animals, of, you know, what they do every single day, mm-hmm. and I love that, like, you got everybody knows each other you're yep. just like this great staff and everybody's working towards um the same goal and everybody seems to know all the different animals names mm-hmm. call them by their names it's a, it just seems like a wonderful place to be oh yes i know we are very lucky to have extremely dedicated volunteers as well i think a lot of the times i'm asking them for <laughs> permission and advice for things because they know things um, in and out they know everything about the dogs and a lot of the times they're taking the pictures that you see on social media or on the website but they our volunteers are just rock stars they are the best we could have asked for in the shelter and around the community especially volunteers also count as fosters so people who are taking out animals into their homes to open up space for animals who might not really need a foster home and we can get more adoptions out and while they're also providing exceptional care in their homes. So we're very lucky to have yeah. all the support that we have and we even have um, volunteers over in our clinic as well. It's not hard when you have such you know cute little kittens and oh, puppies yeah. and dogs and they're also great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, at this point when this podcast gets launched and it's out there, if there are still spots available mm-hmm. for Kenneled for a Cause, um, how can they find that out? Who do they talk to? Yeah, so you'd want to email Amber, who was our development manager. Her email is ahalberg at wenatchehumane.org. So that's A-H-A-L-L-B-E-R-G at wenatchehumane.org. She's the one who will know um, how many slots are left open to actually physically come in and get to be kenneled for a cause. But we do have the option to just virtually raise over Facebook. So you wouldn't be kenneled, but you would be raising money for the cause. Okay. Uh, so there's that. Or you can always call the, the Humane Society as well or, or email and mm-hmm. get more information. Um, but if you are going to donate, I strongly suggest donating. <laughs> 
my fundraiser because I have a very ambitious goal. Again, $3,700 is my goal to raise for Kennel for a Cause. I'm going to be in with the dogs at noon for whatever. 45 minutes. 45 minutes. And uh, so it's my fundraising starts now. Yes, um, fundraising is open, and everyone's so excited. Everyone's like, "Did you see Nikki? Is doing thirty seven hundred? Thirty seven hundred for us? That's so exciting!" Um, but we hope you make it for sure. We're it's very excited. I know we happen. we said on our website we encourage ambitious goals. <laughs> so, and you did it. <laughs> I'm gonna do it. All right. Well, thank you so much for yes. taking the time to talk to me about this and hanging out with these cool kittens in here it's cool kitty cats <laughs> and um i will see you at kenneled for a cause yes we are very excited to host the participants we can't wait to see how it turns out What's Up Wenatchee is produced as a collaboration between the Darling Productions Podcast Network and Hightower Digital Media. To see all of the Darling Productions podcasts, visit darlingpodcast.com or search for them wherever you download your podcasts. 